closing that season today, I wanted to, to really make today about an activation and an impartation. So we're going to do a lot of different things. So if you came thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to come, I'm going to sit, I'm going to listen to a nice message, you were wrong. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be doing stuff. You're going to be moving around. You're going to be listening to the Holy Ghost. You're going to be praying for people. Uh, and uh, it's going to be awesome, all of it. And you know what's going to happen is Holy Spirit's going to be uh, moving in power. Amen? So as uh, our ex- to set our expectation, um, hey, kids, careful with that stuff. I'm going to tell you what to do with it in just a minute. You're going to be the first thing on the agenda. Um, but we, we framed our 504 time from Luke chapter 4, if you may be familiar with the story, that's where right after Jesus was baptized and heaven opened and God's voice thundered, the, it says the Spirit led Jesus into a wilderness where he ate, ate nothing and drank nothing for 40 days. It was a supernatural fast. And in that time, it says he grew hungry, tired, imagine that, and was tested, you know, um, so if you've been, you know, engaging fasting in some way, you probably understand the feeling of being weak. You may also feel, uh, understand feeling tested, and no one likes those feelings, right? None, none of us like that. But the truth is God will take us into situations where we feel weak and where our trust in him is tested, but the end of the matter will always be that God's power is released, And that's what happened when Jesus came out of the wilderness. After he had been tested, it says he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we're rounding out this time, my faith for us is this is not the end, it's the beginning. That just as that fast for Jesus launched him into three and a half years of powerful public ministry, that the Lord is using this 21 days to launch us individually and corporately into 2023 for fruitful and joyful and spirit-empowered ministry. Amen? That, that's our expectation. Thank you. Uh, so we'll be activating some of that and expecting to see God's power, and we're going to start today with the kids. I'm super excited about that. So all you kids, we, I would have been your um, Sunday school teacher today. And so I will be, but we're going to do it right here. So all our elementary age kids, can you come up here and have a seat with me on the floor? You don't have to if you don't want to, but I would love for you to join me. All the kids, come on, Ruby. Come on, guys. Have a seat right here. We'll just pretend this is our classroom, okay? Oh, you guys look amazing today. I didn't know it was bring a stuffed animal to church day. No one told me. We got a bunch at our house. We could have brought some. How are you guys doing? Give me a high five. Uh, give me a high five. Who is here for Christmas? Oh, you always do that to me. Uh, I, <laughs> you sure are smart. Thank you. <laughs> when we did the Christmas service on January 1st, we did one of these. Who is here for that? That's what I'm asking. You guys. You, I remember you. And you and you. The gorilla was not here. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, oh, okay, Ivan, I'm glad you're here too. Um, do you remember what we talked about? No. We did talk about the coming of Christ. God so, God so loved that he 
gave. That's what we talked about. Yeah, he gave us Jesus. That's, you know the whole verse. That's awesome. Good. You're going to use that today. So, yeah, God so loved that he gave. He gave us Jesus. That's why we celebrate Christmas, right? Well, today, I'm going to turn that, and and we're going to believe that God wants to use you to bring the gift of Jesus to the people in your world. Did you know that he could use you that way? When we, when we come to know Jesus, sometimes it's hard to not tell someone else about Jesus. But I wanna inc- I'm going to actually encourage you to, to do this in a very, very special way. So keep in mind that God so loved that he gave. He wants to use you to bring him to your world, to your friends. But I think he wants to help you know how by helping you to hear his voice. Did you know that you can hear God's voice? The Bible says that when you come to believe in Jesus, he's like a shepherd to you. I see you eyeing those snacks. See, I remembered (laughs) that when we do Sunday school, we have snacks. So you're going to get that. She got away. All right. But when, when you believe in Jesus, he's like a shepherd to you, which makes us what? Sheep. Let me hear a good bath. Everybody. Oh, that's lame. Try again. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, I skipped a step. Who, who, who here believes in Jesus? Awesome. Awesome. Then you're a sheep. Now I need to hear a good bath. All right. So Jesus said, that was amazing. So... Jesus said that when you come to believe in him, he's your shepherd, he's, you're his sheep, and his sheep hear his voice. So when I say, I know that you can hear God's voice, is there's only one reason. Well, maybe two, but one for sure, because Jesus said so. Does Jesus tell a lie? Never. He can't. It's impossible. So if you believe in Jesus and you're his sheep, you can hear his voice. Can you read that for me? Loud, real loud. June 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So good. That's Jesus' words to you and me. So he said, my sheep, that's all you the bad, hear my voice, and I know then they follow me. So did he say some sheep? No. Did he say special sheep? No. My sheep. That's you. So I know you can hear God's voice because you're his sheep, and he said it. I'm going to share a story with you. You know, somebody shared this with me when I was your age. That's why I'm so excited and encouraged. Um, I was in church just like this, except I wasn't sitting all the way up front and having a time with the pastor. He was talking to everybody. And here's the funny thing. Like, at the church that I went to growing up, we didn't have, well, we didn't have Sunday school during the sermon. We had Sunday school and the sermon. And so a lot of times I went with my grandma, and I was so bored I would just fall asleep, just like this on her shoulder. But some days I was awake. And one day, the pastor was talking about this verse, and he looked out at all of us. He said, Jesus said, you're his sheep. You can hear his voice. And you know what? I believed him. And so I went home that night, uh, that day, and I'm at home, and I'm like, 
God, I believe I'm your sheep. I know I hear your voice. Talk to me. I was eight years old. Is anybody here eight? You're eight. You're eight. He, he doesn't care what age you are. I just want you to know this is real for you. Don't think it's later. Don't think it's like when I'm 25. It's when you're, how old are you? Seven. And you're? Six. And you're? Seven. Seven, six, and five. You can hear God's voice when you're five. Eleven. Okay? Eleven. Um, I go home, and I'm like, God, I want to hear your voice because I know, I know you speak to me. I'd never heard God speak to me before. I didn't know what it sounded like. And here's what he did. I looked out the window because God's in the sky, right? That's what I thought. I'm like, I'm going to hear God if I look up in the sky. I looked up at that sun. I said, God, speak to me. And you know what I heard? I heard the voice of God. And he said, son, I love you. Keep following me. And I was so excited. I'm like, I heard the voice of God. I heard the voice of God. I was so excited. I just sort of like did a little dance in my heart. And then something else happened that wasn't quite as like, you know, it was, it was amazing actually. I d- I'm not going to downplay it. It was awesome to me. Any of you guys like peanut butter? I love peanut butter. And so right after this, I was like hungry, so I was going to make a peanut butter sandwich, and I looked all over the kitchen for the peanut butter, and I could not find the peanut butter. There was no peanut butter in the kitchen. But then I had a revelation. God knows where the peanut butter is. This is a true story. Do you believe me? Yeah, this, this happened. Oh, I want to tell you again. So I said, God, I know that you know where the peanut butter is, and I know you can tell me. And I hear in my head this idea, this voice. It wasn't like out loud in, this, in the room, but I knew it was God because I already heard God one time. I knew I could hear him again, and I hear him say, look in the cupboard right in front of you. And in my mind, I'm like, I already looked there. I looked all over this kitchen. It was not in that cupboard. And the voice comes again. Because sometimes God knows we're not listening very good, and he tells us again. He says, look in the cupboard in front of you. And I was like, fine. And I opened up that cupboard, and guess what was there? Peanut butter. And you know what else happened? I never, ever doubted again that I could hear God's voice. And that's why I can look at you and say, I know you can hear God's voice. If you'll believe it, you'll hear God's voice. And you're going to hear God's voice today, right now, in a very simple and practical way. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you excited? All right, all y'all better be praying for these kids. But I want you to know this is really easy. It's not hard. So how, how, what does the voice of God sound like? It really sometimes just sounds like an idea in your head. How do you know it's God? Well, did you ask God to speak to you? Then you know it's God right? Unless he's telling you to do something that's bad, evil, sinful, it's probably God, because God loves to answer us. And he also said, if you ask for the Holy Spirit, he will always give you the Holy Spirit. He's not going to throw you a rock if you need to eat a piece of bread, right? It's Luke chapter 11, I'm paraphrasing. Um, So if you ask God for God, guess what you're going to get? God. Every time. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to ask God for God, and he's going to speak to you today. And here's what I want you to ask God to speak to you about. I made these cool little, I told you, now this is where it all connects. Somebody already got started. This belongs to somebody already. Um, you're going to be, get to give someone in your life the gift of Jesus. And he wants to use you to tell them that God so loved them that he gave him his son. God so loved someone in your life that he wants to use you to tell them about him. And so I made these little cards, 
God so loved that he gave. And then it's all blank because you're going to write a little note or if you're not really good at writing, you draw a picture. Parents, you can help. And this is going to be your, your activity while we go on with some other stuff today. But the thing we're missing right now is you knowing the one person God wants you to give this special message to. So we're going to take a minute and pray here in a sec. You have a question? We didn't pray yet. You can wait. We're going to let God speak. And so, and then I'll give you the snacks too, I promise. Um, so you're going to get this thing. You're going to write a special note to that person. You'll put it in this en- envelope, and then you're going to give it to them later. But we're gonna, we need to know who these people are, right? We need to know the one person. We're just thinking of one person. We're asking God to give us one person. And why one? Because, well, we'd love to tell everybody in your life, and you should. But there's one person that God wants to send an extra special message to because maybe right now they need to hear it. Or maybe right now they're ready to hear it. So are you guys ready to pray with me and ask God to speak to you? So uh, we're gonna, I'm going to say a simple prayer. And then um, we're just going to be quiet with our eyes closed for a sec. And the first person that comes to your mind, it could be a friend in your class, could be your next door neighbor, could be your cousin. God knows who it is. You don't have to conjure it up. Don't try to think of all the people you know. We're going to be silent. And then the first person that comes to your mind, whether you, maybe you see a picture of their face or you remember their family or you see them in your classroom or, or you just think of their name, that's the person. Okay, just one person. Really? You guys started already without me? Okay, so here, everybody ready? Everybody out here, you pray for them. The rest of you, bow your heads, close your eyes. All you little guys and girls right here. All right, I'm going to say the prayer. You be real quiet because you want to be able to hear what God is saying to you right now. And you're going to hear from God. I'm so excited. Jesus, thank you that we are your sheep, that we hear your voice, and that right now you're going to let all these of your sheep hear your voice right now for a person that you want to bless, a person you want to know about you. Um, You're going to speak right now. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. All right, so be nice and quiet. Be nice and quiet, and just let a person's name or face come to you. We know it's Jesus. Keep your eyes closed the whole time until I tell you to open them, but if you think you have a person in mind already, you could just kind of lift one finger right where you at. And I'm gonna wait till everybody has a finger up. Make sure if you've got a person that, that came to your mind that you have a finger or a hand up so I know when we're all done. Keep your eyes closed, guys. All right, now let's pray for them. Lord, we thank you for these ones who you're going to let us share your love with and tell them that you love them so much that you gave your son for them. Lord, I pray that you would give us the words or the pictures that communicate exactly what they need to hear. God bless these Mess, little messengers of the good news of Jesus and bless their friends to receive it. Give them open hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys heard the voice of God. You all had your little hands up. Come on, give me a high five.
Yeah, open your eyes, sorry. Open your eyes, give me a high five. You heard the voice of God. And here's what, I don't want you to ever doubt that for the rest of your life, until you go to the grave, that you heard the voice of God and that you can hear the voice of God. All right, what should we do first, snack? All right. That's not the important thing. Um, but this is the important thing. Don't leave before you get one of these. A, a card and an envelope. Something to write on for you, buddy. One, one snack, friends. We got a whole feast waiting for you after this. Take, take this. Oh, well, I'm sure your parents will feed you. No. Hold on. Don't open it yet. I got to give you this, and then I'm going to let you go. Everybody's going to get a card and an envelope and something to write on. Now, I don't have a ton of these boards, but you can use these notepads to write on because they're nice and thick. Okay. A card, an envelope for everyone. Parents, you may need to help. Um, some of your kids, um, if they're not real fluent in writing, uh, pictures are awesome too. You can ask them who they're writing to and help them out if you want. Um, there are, does everybody have one? Does everybody have one? That's awesome. Uh, on the back table, there are crayons and pencils if you need them. And you kids, if your parents let you, can use that table. Or if they want you to sit with them, that's why you have this to write on. All right? Can we give them a big hand? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I want to see those after service, guys. You're working on those this whole time, right? Right. <laughs> All right. How are the rest of the sheep in the room doing? Yes, I was hoping you'd do that. Yes, thank you for that. Hi. Oh, I'm excited about these kids hearing the voice of God, aren't you? Um, all right, so... What I'm going to share, like I said, today's going to be very different. It's going to be very short. Um, I'm, I'm not preaching. I'm just going to remind us of what we've looked at the past three weeks because I don't believe what we've been hearing as a spiritual family uh, for the last three weeks are just nice Sunday messages. I think they are words for us for the year. All right, so I'm just going to remind you, in case you weren't paying attention or you thought, oh, that's another Sunday message I can forget, uh, to even maybe write it down, put it in your phone, and take these to heart as this is what the Holy Spirit's saying to me and to us as a spiritual family in 2023. Okay, so I'm really just going to review those real quick. And then, and I'm giving you a warning just so you can warm up, because so, I'm not going to wait for a long time when we get there. I'm going to open up for a few minutes if any of you feel like the Lord put something on your heart for us during this time that you'd like to share and release. Um, I even, it was, in, if you got the email that sent out yesterday, um, I encouraged you to get back with me if you felt like you had something and no one did. So I'm just giving you another opportunity to ask the Holy Spirit, is there something that you have for me to share uh, that you're speaking to me and to this spiritual family? If there's not, again, I'm not going to wait for a half hour. We're going to, I'm going to wait a minute. 
<laughs> we're going to hear whatever the Lord says, and then we're going to move on to, to some other activations today, okay? So here are the words, and I'm saying this boldly. We don't normally, this isn't our normal thing where we come together and say, this is the word for the year. Um, but I can say that a little more boldly because it didn't all come from me. <laughs> that, that's helpful too. But I, I do feel clearly, and these are very, uh, let's be honest, safe you know, I'm not prophesying the return of Jesus, you know, or anything like that. Although, I will tell you, he's coming back. <laughs> but I can't give you the day, time, and the hour. <laughs> okay, enough. Um, the three messages we've heard um, are that we are empowered to hear his voice. Okay, and we're doing that for our kids too, right? That he's calling us to a deeper surrender, to his will and his word. Like, that wasn't just one week. Like, this year, the Lord's going to challenge you to a deeper place of surrender to him. He's doing that. I can say that because he's doing that in me. <laughs> he's confronting me uh, these last 21 days. Like, I called you to this, but you've, you've just dipped your toes in the water. I'm like, can't argue with you. You are right. I'm wrong. I'm going all in. And I know he's doing the same for you and a wholehearted obedience to him as a friend of God. How many of you think these all seem to go together? <laughs> They're kind of very, very related, almost, you know, three sides of the same thing. Being empowered to his voice, challenged to a deeper place of surrender, and invited into wholehearted obedience as his friend, to be his friend. I think it's pretty clear that, that he wants you to be empowered to hear his voice, every single one of you, okay? And, and that as you hear from him this year, to surrender to what he says and obey, wholeheartedly obey him. And I think there's, there's a needful and helpful challenge there. Like, I love when... We understand that God puts people in places of leadership. You know, we have an elder team. You have me as lead pastor, and people will say things, well, I just want to follow you, and that's awesome. It's godly, but it can also be an excuse. You know, well, I'll just do whatever I hear them say, but God wants to lead you so that you, f you learn to follow the good shepherd for yourself, not just to follow me or to follow your friend, or follow whatever such and such prophetic voice says, that you learn to follow the good shepherd, because at the end of the day, you are responsible to him for how you follow. You can't say, but so-and-so this, and so-and-so that, and they didn't this, and they didn't that. At the end of the day, it will be, did you, as Jesus' sheep, follow him? No one else can obey Jesus for you. This is making sense, and that can sound hard, but the, but the end of the story is, is really good. It's, it's Jesus promised that when we follow and obey, there's fullness of joy. Do you know why we don't experience sometimes fullness of joy? It's because we're not following and obeying. We believe a lie. That's going to be really hard. Well, it might be hard. It's not always easy to follow God. 
It's not always easy to obey what he says, but the end of the matter will always be a fullness of joy. That's even what Jesus experienced. And you know what? You're not going to go through what he did. But if he can go through what he did and step out on the other side and say it was for the joy at the end that I pulled through, that I did, I said yes, I surrendered to the will of the Father because I saw, I knew, I trusted his promise that there would be fullness of joy on the other side. Jesus did, we can. He empowers us to do so. So don't believe the lie. Well, I just want to stay here. I'm going to be happier. That, that doesn't look so good. The promise of God is fullness of joy, but not just fullness of joy. You know what else? Fruitfulness. John chapter 15. We looked at this. Like, if you would have a meaningful, impactful life in the kingdom of God and in the natural when you, when you walk with Jesus. Also, when we listen to his voice, surrender to him, and obey him in friendship, he releases grace in all the places we need it. And that sounds nice, but put another way, he releases power where we need it. If, if you're running up against situations that you are powerless against, obey Jesus, and he will release power that changes the situation. Uh, whether it's a situation in your body, in your soul, in your relationships, in your workplace, when we obey Jesus, it releases his power into that situation. I don't know about you, but I could stand to see more of that released in, in, my, in my life and in, in the world around me. Amen? To, so when we do what we can do, you know, he tells you to make this move or say this word or even inspires you to pray this prayer, that's your piece of obedience. When we do what we can do, when we do what he calls us to do, when we obey his voice, then he will do what only he can do. Does that make sense? You're like, well, I'm so weak. What, what's going to matter if I like go have this conversation with that person that you're telling me to have a conversation with? He says, that's your obedience. And when you do your obedience, I'm going to do the stuff that I can do. I'm going to release my power to change the things you can't change. Our tiny steps of obedience release his supernatural power. And again, I'm telling you, these, these words are, are for me. The Lord has fully been challenging me in all these things and, and, and being responsible for what, what he's spoken to be, regardless of how anyone else responds. All right, so it starts to feel like I'm about to preach, but I'm not. I want to give you one chorus that, that, that keeps going on in my mind that I, I pray will stick in your heart for the year or maybe the rest of your life. Right. They used to sing, I think, every week at that old Baptist church where I heard the voice of God for the first time, my grandma's church, Trust and Obey. You guys know this one? How, how does this go? Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Some of you know that one. Who knows that one? How many of you know it's true? How many of you have experienced that? Let's sing it again. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus 
than to trust and obey. I don't know who wrote this song, but they were hearing from heaven. I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in a situation struggling, and I hear, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. That's the word of the Lord. Um, so I'm going to sing it one more time, and then I'm going to ask you, what's he saying to you? I'm going to open the mic for a minute. But let's sing it one more time. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. There it is. I was looking at you because I'm waiting for that harmony to come back. <laughs> Kirby, come back to me with the harmony. Save it for the end. So good. Amen. This is what the Lord's saying to us, friends. Can we embrace that? Can we say yes? Can we ask Jesus for grace to trust and obey in a deeper way maybe than we ever have in our life? And some of us have lived some life. But you know what? If you're not dead, you're not done. God's got more for you. Amen. So has the Lord impressed anyone else here over this time with something you feel like would be relevant, meaningful to others in the room to share? Don't start pointing fingers. You take responsibility for your obedience to Jesus. Hey. Uh, it's nothing really crazy. Oh, is this my con? Sing it, sing it. <laughs> what am I singing? Okay, there we go. Um, Do you guys know Ty? I haven't even said anything yet. Now you do. Now you do. We just like you. Um, so there was a time when I was, uh, I was praying to God and I was asking for like him to say something to me, but like every time I heard something in the back of my head, I was telling, like, I was like, there's no way he's speaking to me. Cause it's like, so the bottom line that I've received from like learning and the process of like understanding what he's saying to me is to do things and it, it, that is good, right? Don't doubt yourself and you should trust, trust yourself. Cause you know, if you don't even trust yourself, like, cause the one question I asked him, I was like, God, I, I can't believe anything that I'm hearing in my head. Cause it all sounds like my voice. He's like, what? You don't trust yourself? How are you to understand anything I'm saying? So yeah, that's just, so the Lord spoke to you. Yeah, trust, trust Him speaking yeah. to you. That's you, so good. Don't doubt that He would, because you know that's He loves right. you. That's right. Oh, that's a good word. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> no, that makes so much sense. Teresa, come on, give her a hand. Give her a hand. You know what I love already? These are the people that I wasn't expecting to jump up here. I just had a couple, <laughs> couple of scriptures that are so awesome. Let's well, go. Scripture is, but, um, this is 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts so as amplified <laughs> to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. I mean, we beam forth Jesus Christ. And wow. however, we possess this precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel in frail human vessels of earth, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power 
may be shown to be from God yes. and not from ourselves. So it's good. not us. It's not us trying anything. Every time I say, why is it so hard? I say that to God. He says to me, because you're trying. <laughs> I mean, don't, you know, it's not our trying. It's we beam forth Jesus Christ. That's so good. Amen. Thanks, Teresa. Give her a hand. <laughs> yeah, come on. Don't be shy. Said I wasn't going to wait around. <laughs> um, so we had our women's meeting yesterday, and it was such a sweet time. We were talking about racism, which you would think would make it not a good meeting, but it was meeting. But um, it reminded me, um, I don't know if how many of you were able to make it to the Wednesday night all, all citywide prayer meeting at Mount Hope. But um, Marvin led a section where we were praying for leaders in education, leaders in government, leaders in business, I think, yeah, were the yeah, three. Marketplace, and, yeah. marketplace, there you go. And so we broke into small groups and we were praying in the small groups. And the group that I was in, I felt led to pray, but that God would just break through on long-standing issues that have been in our community that had seemed unsolvable, but that God would break that open. So and, you know. and so then I found out our brother Jeremy is going to be part of a committee on diversity here oh. in Hazlitt, the Hazlitt oh. school system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, I want to encourage you with that because I just feel like God is breaking in on our community. So, so good, yeah. so good. Line, line them up, line them up, line them up. I just wanted to piggyback on what Cindy was saying. Yesterday was so impactful at the women's gathering and so powerful, and the Holy Spirit was just really coming. And, and Jesus was just in the room, and the thing that made it so powerful is that we kept coming back to Jesus, yeah. knowing that there is no way that we can truly love one another, see each other exactly the way he wants us to without him. Yeah. We just cannot do it. And as we continue to bring things to Jesus, wow, he does it. That's a good word. That's a good word. You guys haven't even been here. This is going to be good. I know. I probably <laughs> wouldn't have come up except your, I feel like what you were spoken to was like similar to what I was spoken to. Uh, but like the first day um, of the fast, I like just heard God tell me like you need to put your pride aside and have difficult conversations with mm. um, someone that has been, we've had some challenges. So I don't know, just like yeah. going deeper. In, yeah. And I liked how you said, um, let like the power of the Holy Spirit be present in that conversation mm. and lead that so yeah, it was good so good <laughs> awesome hey i want a cheering squad like that benjamin what's the lord saying oh, yeah thanks. what's your birthday yeah. what, a couple days ago yesterday uh yeah friday friday happy yeah, birthday thanks the big 30 that's the jesus yeah. year yeah come on <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh, yeah, amen. <laughs> um, presence is priority. Look at Jesus. Choose one thing, that his presence is priority to behold, to look at, to gaze, to stare at Jesus, and to, to choose one thing, not the desires for other things, not the distractions of the world. One thing is necessary. That's it. 
Amen. These are all being recorded, because if you're like me, I'm not going to remember all of this. Really good stuff. Last call. Oh, we've got two more. Come on. There's no doubt on who gets to go first, right? I mean. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Because now I'm not down there. Um, I'm, so, I might be biased. <laughs> uh, I was I'm reading a Bible story to Ruby last night. We were reading in this fun bi kids Bible she has. And it was about Jesus um, calling Peter out on, to walk on the water. And um, my perception of the story, I feel like, is a little bit different than everyone else's. I feel like Jesus was out there. Have you ever done something really ridiculous just because you knew it was funny? The mm. other people would look at you and be like, uh, what are you doing? And you're just like, hi, you know. I think Jesus was doing that on the water. <laughs> I think that he, he knew how ridiculous and afraid people would be like, like, what is that? It's a ghost, you know. And, um, and then Peter's like, call me if it's you, God. Well, what if it wasn't, you know? And he's like, yeah, come out here. Let's, <laughs> you know, I, I just think Jesus thinks that that was a fun moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking about the picture that was in this story had um, Jesus was stirred and he was standing upon the water with his frowning mustache and uh -huh. his uh, eyebrows, you know, were just kind of like, hmm, why did you doubt? You know, and he's like pulling him out of the water. And I'm like, Ruby, I don't think that I don't think that's how it went. Yeah. I think Jesus was like laughing and excited. Yeah. And he's like, what are you afraid of? Come on. Uh, because you came out of the water. Of course he knows we're afraid. Yeah. I, I know. I'm like, Ruby, you know what? Peter's got bragging rights. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. He got yeah. out of the boat and he took a few steps. And even though he fell in, and he's like, oh, I'm going to die. He was still okay. And he did it. Yeah, no yeah, one so else good. on the boat could say that he did <laughs> That's it. That's right. And they were probably all like right. looking at him like, whoa, you walked on water. And I think that that is so cool and so important for us because if we would just decide to get out, mm -hmm. there are so many things right now in my life that I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I love, I always remember Pastor Lewis. It's like, yeah. I, how many of you remember Pastor Lewis saying, I want to want to. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? I want to want that, sti that sticks with me for yeah, many things. Totally. Because I look, I know what the right answer is here. I know what the right heart is here. But I also know my heart is not there. <laughs> I'm just being honest with myself. I'm admitting I'm just not there. And I don't, I don't want to do this, but I want to want to. Yeah. And Jesus is like, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. Come on, let's Take go. The want to want to. So then, like, we swing your leg over the edge, and yeah. <laughs> you know. And I just think that that's really important for us to understand. And I feel like the Lord is shifting a lot of things this year, changing yeah. a lot of things. And I feel like it's really important for us to just just try to want to. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Just that one little first step. Yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> Hi, Tim. <laughs> good morning. So I feel like the word God gave to me, I don't know, maybe it's for some of you as well, is uh, things do not appear as they are. You know, um, do you look at something and say, I understand what's going on. God's saying, no, you don't understand yeah, what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. more. And so I, I really feel like the challenge for us 
is when we see something that appears to be telling us one thing, we need to ask God, what's really going on mm. here? And I think that is not just in our life, um, but it's also in when we look at other people, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, what's going on in our brother or sister that God's telling me, you know, speak to them a word of encouragement, a word of love, a word of kindness, because I know that um, someone can come after you and be, really be angry. And you know it's not because they're angry at you. It's just something else going on. So mm. God wants us to be uh, speaking um, and seeing the truth of the matter. And the chapters that I really have been meditating on these last three weeks, Psalm 27, Psalm 40, Romans 8, Jeremiah 31. And I tell you, it's, uh, that's what those passages say. What you see is not what's really going on. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, how we can be in the miry bog and yet have our feet on the rock? Yeah. How can yeah. we be in the day of trouble and yet know that we are in the dwelling place yeah. of the Most High? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but he's saying, see the reality of what is going on. Mm. So when, uh, you know, the uh, passage in Romans 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So where do we go? We go into him, mm. okay? And if you're in Christ, there isn't anything that can get you off center. So uh, I see Christ in you, you see Christ in me, and uh, things will be transformed. So uh, be, be encouraged, don't be discouraged. Know that um, he's got it in his hand, amen? You're preaching good, Tim. Preaching good, preaching good. How's it going? What's your name? Ricky. Ricky. Is your first time with us? Yeah, I just did 35 years in prison. Mm. And uh, I felt very comfortable here today. I've been to a couple of churches. And I just want to tell Ben for thanking, uh, thank you for bringing me here today. Uh, we're glad you're with us today. Yeah. That's a testimony to us. We want to be a people that make you feel like you belong. Amen. Thank you. So, got the uh, song lyrics up there and all that, and, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, I mean, I mumble when we sing so nobody can hear me and all that. But it's, it's interesting that, you know, when I launched the, the deal and I used the, the song um, format, Oh, yeah. to, to, to do the deal. It's funny that each week of the 504, the Lord launched a song for me in each one, the, 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 just out of the blue, and they were oldies. I mean, the first week was basically, if you remember the song, Put Your Hand in the Hand of the Man. You remember that one? That, that's an old one, right? And I mean, and, and that is an old one, right? But I mean, I've, I was playing that one multiple times a day, just in the background, as I was doing my studies, reading, and all that stuff. I mean, and, I mean, you know, you're, you're when I'm on my knees, I'm closest to heaven. I mean, that was that's one of the lyrics. I mean, it just it was powerful and stuck with me. It was in our, And then the second week, another one out of the blue, and just over and over and over again was, Amen. Now you know that one, right? As an old one. Anyway, you know, amen, amen, and, and it goes through the, the life of Christ, right? I mean, it just over and over and over again. That second week was all about the life of Christ, amen, and you know, just praising. 
And then this, the, the last week, and I had to laugh at this one, the last week one was Oh Happy Day. Another yeah, old one. Oh, oh Happy Day. And the funny thing of that one was, that one, I mean, I love that song way back when because, I mean, it was just a powerful as in the music and the cor- choir and all that stuff. But I never listened to the, the lyrics. I wasn't really a Christian right back then. And, I mean, I thought it was when Jesus walked, okay, and all that stuff. So, I mean, last week, when I was, this past week when I was watching it and, uh, on, 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 on YouTube because I was too cheap to go buy the song or whatever and, and all that, they finally picked up the lyrics. We're running in there, and I read the lyrics. Look at this. I Here mean, we go. This is, You're going to sing? I'm not going to sing. No. <laughs> no you know, Cindy and Chris can relax. Um, <laughs> but... It is, was when Jesus washed, yeah. when Jesus yeah. washed, <laughs> he washed my sins away. Oh, happy day, right? Here's, here's what really got me. He taught me how to watch, to fight, and pray, to watch and pray, and live rejoicing every day. Mm. I mean, so good. that ended my 504. How about that? Amen. <laughs> Oh, we're popping now. Hi, Chad. It's good to see you. Well, I wasn't going to say anything until Kevin brought up Wash. Um, a week ago, just I've been a violent man most of my life. I've been praying with my anger issues. And there was this guy that went off on me. And so much that the Lord, I didn't notice it. And before, I would have snapped and been on him. Mm. But I believe the Lord blinded me to it and said, you're not this man no more. Come on. So that's, that's good. <laughs> I'm really glad you shared. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. You can be the last or second to last. That's what we'll say at this point. Well, this was just in worship last week. I kept getting like a picture in my mind's eye, I guess, of... Um, Whoops, sorry. <laughs> um, just like of a hot coal being brought down to mm, someone's yeah, lips. Yeah. And then I looked up that Isaiah verse. Six. Was it Isaiah 6? Yeah. yeah about, um, and so I started right before they talked about the, was it Isaiah speaking, right? Or was it? Yeah. Um, anyways, he was talking about, he was saying, there is no hope for me. I'm doomed because every word that passes my lips is sinful. And I live among a people whose every word is sinful. And yet, with my own eyes, I have seen the king, the Lord Almighty. And then one of the creatures flew down to me, carrying a burning coal that he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. And he touched my lips with the burning coal, and he said, This has touched your lips, and now your guilt is gone, and your sins are forgiven. And, um, and then from there, it was like, you know, you're not that old. All your, the old person is gone. The new person that God's made you, you can go forth. In that way, your guilt is completely gone, and you are completely new, and it's by his power yeah. and by his might. And then it was like, whom shall I send? And we go forth in his, yeah. he's speaking to us, he's moving in us, it's not ourselves. So I just felt like that went along with all of the all other of it. Yeah, that brings it together for sure. Uh, awesome. We're going to do a couple other things. Um, That was amazing. Thank you all for sharing. And just the unity of what the Lord is speaking. Don't you see it? It's just like a tapestry, uh, symphony, whatever word you want to use. It all goes together beautifully. Um, I challenged you all last week 
that the Lord wanted you to have faith and to press in to pray for one to five specific needs for breakthrough. Um, so I wanted to take time today as we round out this fast time to believe God to do what only he can do, to corporately pray over those things. So I invited Tom uh, to come, you ready, Tom? To come lead us in that time. So if you have those things written down somewhere, get them out. If you don't, I know they're on your mind and in your heart. Thank you. When we come to the Lord in prayer, it's always good to come with a promise. So what I want to do is I want to pray, and I'm going to start with a, 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 some confessions of faith that will build our faith that permit us to stand on the Word of God. Because what does God say? Heaven and earth will pass away but my word will stand forever, Isaiah 40, verse 8. So when I do this in praying the Lord's Prayer, and I pray the seven names of God, Jehovah Nissi, what does anybody, anybody know what that is? That means the Lord is my banner, my victory. So you ready? I'm going to pray some promises as a confession of faith, and during this we're going we're to make some decrees, some declarations, but I'm going to need your help, and I'll, I'll bring that out, because I want you to repeat when we get to this spot, and we're going to break off some things. So we're going to set some people free. We're going to break off some things. We're going to see some breakthrough, and I want to release some new things. Now, I'm nobody. I'm not, I don't have any authority to do that. But in God, I can speak his word and release some things. So I, are you ready? We can take a little trip with, with the Lord here. All right, here we go. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are Jehovah Nissi, our banner, our victory. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, 1 John 4, 4. And this is what overcomes the world, even our faith, 1 John 5, 4. For we are more than conquerors, more than overcomers through Christ Jesus who strengthens us, Philippians 4, 13. For our God shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. For you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1.7. For the righteous are as bold as a lion, Proverbs 28.1. Your word declares that we are the head, not the tail, above, not below, Winners, not losers. Successful, not failures. Victorious, not defeated. Deuteronomy 28, 13. We believe these promises through faith. We release our faith to move mountains that are hindering us from doing the good works that you've prepared beforehand for us to walk in. Ephesians 2, 10. We claim breakthrough to long-standing prayer burdens of healing, deliverance, prodigal sons, daughters, neighbors, friends, relatives that you know once walked with the Lord or were walking with the Lord but have stepped away. We call them back. Now, I want you to name any other personal needs that you might have right now that you're pressing in for, maybe a financial one, a relational one, Something like that. This is the time. Just speak that in your, in your own spirit to, to the Lord as we claim breakthrough. Okay. 
We release our declaration of agreement. Matthew 18, 19 says, again, I say to you, if two or more of you agree about anything they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. So we're praying the prayer of agreement. We're agreeing today. We release our declaration of agreement for the kingdom of God to come in every area that has been lifted up these last three weeks during these 504 hours in Jesus' name. We decree breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Now I need you to repeat that with me. Here we go. Ready? We decree breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. And again, we decree breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. One more time. We decree breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough in Jesus' name. Spirit of God, come. Spirit of God, fall on us, on our city, on MSU campus, on the state of Michigan, on America, and on the world. Fulfill your good promise in Joel 2:28 and 29, that in the last days I will pour my spirit out on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will have dreams, uh, excuse me, visions. Your old men will have dreams. Even on my male and female bond slaves will I pour up my spirit. Lord, we say do it. Do what you said you were going to do in Jesus' name. Raise up a people of strong, mountain-moving faith to be forerunners to your return to earth to establish your kingdom, your final kingdom, the end of the age. We cry, we decree, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 Awesome. Thanks, Tom. Well, that was such a perfect lead-in for where we're going to wrap up, actually. Justin, you can go ahead and come up. Um, I, I just, on the tail end of that, though, like, uh, I had asked Tom to lead us in that. Thank you for leading us, Tom. Just a couple more words I want to speak over some of these breakthrough needs. Uh, this morning as I was praying, I felt like the Lord said this. Watch and see, and concerning these needs that you have, watch and see what I will do when you ask me. Watch and see what I will do when you trust my word. The battle is mine and I will bring the victory. You will only have to stand and watch. Stand and see the victory of the Lord. Don't move, believe. Stand and then stand until you see it. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what others say. Don't be moved by what doubts come. The time it might take to get there, don't be moved. And then this, I want to prophesy healing to bodies, wholeness where things have been broken, restoration to strained family relationships, and salvation and deliverance to those in your life who are lost and oppressed. And I believe you, many of you, will be that messenger. You will bring the message of salvation. You in this room are going to lead people to the love of Jesus this year. So I'm just going to say all that again. I prophesy healing to bodies, wholeness where things have been broken, restoration to strained relationships, and salvation and deliverance to those who are lost and oppressed. I declare that you will be messengers
you will bring the message of salvation. The people in this room are going to lead many people to the love of Jesus this year. Amen. Why don't we all stand? The last thing we're going to do, actually, second to last, because we're going to do communion at the very, very end. But right now, the, the one thing I felt to do, Tom led in so well, we're going to actually pray uh, and release um, power over our children. And so I'd like to ask, uh, if you will, if you want, obviously there's no compulsion in the room, but parents, if you have children that are elementary middle school, high school age, we'd love you to bring them up front. We're going to say a prayer over them corporately, and then we're going to just lay hands on each of them. So parents with kids, bring them on up if you want. Again, you don't have to if you don't want to. Kevin's going to lead in a corporate prayer over them, so all y'all come up. Also, college age folks, you may or may not be a college student. We want you up here too. Uh, if you want, you don't have to, but who's going to re reject a blessing from the Lord, right? So come on up here. Kevin, you might need to stand on the... You all stand here. Kevin needs to stand up here so you can see and hear him as he prays. And then after he says this prayer, after we get you all up here, we're going to release... Come, come up. Come, come. Gather around. Yes, one big happy family up here. Keep coming. There's all this room over here. Seriously, like there's all this empty space. Just move it over. All right. After he says a corporate prayer... Um, I'm just going to release uh, the prayer team, the elders, anyone in the room. If you want to come lay hands on any one of these young ones and just pray and prophesy the word of the Lord over them, we're going to spend several minutes here while Justin leads us in worship. Go ahead, Kev. Yeah. <clears throat> Tamlin just <clears throat> led into this really well. Yeah. Again, um, speaking the uh, uh, words of Joel and Peter, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Uh, your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. Lord, yes. we know that you are a Just good God. lay your God, hands on them right now. Great God, a good God. As we sang, you're... We don't even know how great you are, but you are greater than, than we can even imagine, Lord. But, and you have promised, your words have promised, you are going to pour out your spirit on these people, Lord. These people, on, on your sons and your daughters, Lord Jesus, on on my brothers and young brothers and sisters right here, Lord Jesus, we just, we just claim your promise and call on you to fulfill your promise. Yes, Pour God. out yes, on my young brothers and sisters yes, here, Lord, uh, your spirit, your presence yes, upon them, Lord. Yes, um, your prophetic touch, Lord. Um, I see, you know, the... the prophetic grace that they that they will see yes, God. Um, yes, God. faces to that 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 yes, need God. words of, of of your words of grace lord that they that they have prophetic mercy lord that they know where to pro provide words of mercy that they have uh, prophetic healing that they can see yes, and touch know where more, touch more. Um, come on, come on, come on. to touch to 
to speak words of healing yes, um, and, and all that. Uh, oh, Lord, uh, prophetic strength that they see situations and they see that where you are strong yes. in situations that need your strength, Easy Lord. Um, and Lord, yes. prophetic love from where your love yes. will be strong and all that. Lord, I pray this on on your sons and your daughters, yes, Lord, God. on these people, Lord Jesus. Yes, God. Amen. I would like everyone engaged, so Justin's going to lead in worship. If you're not up here praying for somebody, just worship and fill the room with the atmosphere of worship. If you'd like, I would like to release the rest of you to come and just bless these ones, be led by the Spirit to pray and release His Holy Spirit over them to prophesy the word of the Lord. Uh, prayer team members, elders, please, but anyone else is welcome as well. Just come lay hands on any of these ones and speak the, the word of the Lord over them. We'll spend a few minutes here, so get comfortable. Let's just trust the Holy Spirit to move. I'm just going to sing this little chorus. If you're not sure how else to pray right now, here's some words you can agree with. There you go. Pour out your spirit. Yes, God. Pour out, pour out, pour out your spirit. Make this your prayer over these ones, even if you're far yes, away from them. Pour Jesus. out, Jesus, pour Jesus, pour out your spirit. Pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out your spirit. Pour out, pour out your spirit. Just pray that again. Pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out your spirit. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Pour out, pour out. and fill the atmosphere your glory God is what our hearts long for to be overcome come Lord come Lord come Lord come Lord your presence Lord Holy Spirit Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place Holy and Spirit. fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. 
us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness come lord come lord hey holy spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere your glory god is what our long for to be overcome by your presence lord your presence lord come lord your spirit yes God pour out pour out pour out your spirit pour out pour out pour out your spirit Pour out, pour out, pour out your spirit. Let's all sing uh, the chorus together here as you're around at this time. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Let's make this our prayer all together. Flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Yes, Lord, this is our prayer, God, that you'd pour out your spirit on all of us. God, but on, the, on these, these younger ones, Lord, we ask for an outpouring. God, we prophesy dreams. In the night, visions in the day, words from heaven, we prophesy consecrated lives. God, that you'd hem them in beside and before in front and behind. God, that you guard and keep them from the evil one. That your presence would be a fire round about them all of their days. We pray you lead them in paths of righteousness for the sake of your name. God, that they would welcome your return. We bless them in Jesus' name. If you agree, you can say amen. 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 Feel free to find a seat unless you're still praying with somebody. I don't want to stop you. We're going to wrap up and lead into our meal with communion. So if you can find your place. And those who are serving, go ahead and get the elements distributed for communion.
All right, we're going to be passing out the community. Thank you, Justin. Oh, guys, this has been so good. <laughs> it's just the beginning, not of the service, but of the year. <laughs> Get that, uh, your communion stuff there if you got it. We're going to end the service here and transition into our meal by feasting on the body and blood of Jesus. Amen? So communion, if you're a believer and a follower of Jesus, this is for you. You might be a first-time visitor or, you know, I don't know, I'm, a, I'm not a member of the church yet. If you're a, a member of Jesus, you can take communion. But I, I feel like before we jump in, I have to ask the question, because if you're not in that place, if you're not in right standing with God, you should not take communion with us this morning. That's not so you feel bad, it's so that you don't bring judgment upon yourself, according to the word of God. And so, is there anyone here that you, you are not sure you are right with God? You've not fully placed your faith in Jesus, but you would like to today. Or maybe you did at one time, but you strayed from him. And you want to find yourself standing in his righteousness again today. Is that anyone in the room before we move on? You, brother? All of us need Jesus, don't we? Are you in faith today? You believe Jesus is your Savior? Well, this is your moment. You just declared your faith. And the Bible says you've been made new. You've been made whole. And you get to share this meal with us and embrace the full benefit of Jesus. Amen? Um, let's go. The verse that came to mind was this one because it brings us all to the right place. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul's writing and he says he, he, he writes this enormous list of uh, all the bad things we have done and things we have been when we didn't know him the way that we should. But verse 11 says this, and that is what some of you were. You catch that? That's what you were, but... You were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. There's a lot of things that we once were, maybe even minutes from this moment. But we, by faith, have been washed. <laughs> we have been cleansed. Aren't you glad that's your position in Christ? That we're changed? That's who we are in him now. We know we're still on the way. We know sometimes we don't act like it. We don't always get it right. That's why we have this reminder. <laughs> we are washed. We are cleansed. And we're on the way. But we must also rightly discern the body to do this well. You need to be able to stand in confidence saying, I am washed, I am cleansed, but you need to be able to look at any brother or sister and say, you are washed, you are cleansed, and realize that the, 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 the standing we enjoy with God is the same that they enjoy. 
And we don't get to treat them any other way but as washed, as cleansed, as that is what you once were. In other words, to rightly take and embrace the gift of God, we have to drop all other offenses too. Amen? Because why? Because we are washed and we are cleansed. And so are they. The only way we can all partake of one body is when we really recognize that we're part of one body. I see you through the lens of this bread and through the lens of this blood. Then we're truly partaking of something. We're truly partaking of something. Because Jesus said, my, my flesh is true food. My blood is true drink. It's what we depend on to live this life of faith. We need his body. We need his blood. The bread of his body, it gives us supernatural strength. Just as physical food gives us natural strength, the bread of his body gives us supernatural strength to walk out a life of faith. So let's take that bread. And let's remember what he's done and who he is and who we are in him and thank him. Go ahead and take it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And strength, strength, strength to you from the body of Christ. And now, his blood, the wine, this is actually juice, but the, we'll call it wine. The wine of his blood, if his bread of his body strengthens us, what does the wine of his blood do? It intoxicates us with his love so that we are not bound by any fear. The fear of man, the fear of persecution, the fear about our reputation. We fear nothing but God because we know we've been washed. We know we've been cleansed and we know that we are loved. So take that cup and receive it by faith. Jesus, we thank you that we are washed, we are cleansed, and we are loved. We walk in supernatural grace and power, and we are intoxicated by the love of God and free from every fear. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to have you stand one more time. Sit, stand, sit, stand, sit, stand. I'm going to do a final declaration to seal our 504 time, and then we're going to feast. You ready for that? Here's the final declaration. It's so simple. As I've continued to frame our journey through this season from Luke 4, the message Jesus proclaimed as he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit was this Luke 4, 18, 19. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom from the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. I'm going to declare that and change it as a declaration not just over Jesus, but over you. If you're willing to receive that, just put your hands out. I declare that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. He has anointed you to proclaim good news to the poor. He's sending you to proclaim freedom for prisoners and the recovery of sight for the blind. He's sending you to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of his favor. I'm going to say it one more time. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on you because he's anointed you to proclaim good news to the poor. He's sending you to proclaim freedom for prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, 
to set oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Amen and amen. All right, we'll collect those elements, and if some of you can help clear chairs,